Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. It's back. It's been a long day without you, my friends. <laughs> and I'll tell you all about it when I see you right now. Footy is back. And boys, Rice Trinity round two. Yeah, that exact hell. thing. That happened last year as well. Yeah. We like to warm up a bit. Right. You know, we play a bit hard to get. You know what it was last year? It was surprising. And I think it was because Brisbane had started to win games. So yeah. Brisbane with a surprise packet. Now it's the Bombers. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, we are... Third on the ladder currently. It's round two, but we're in the top four, baby. That's fucked. Hey, in a year where you could might only have to win eight or nine games to play finals, winning two, two in a row is big. And especially Frio and Sydney, who are inconsistent, yes, but inconsistent also means sometimes they can roll you. So. Hey, and you guys are inconsistent and you've won two in a row in rounds one and two for the first time in fucking a million years. To be honest, Christ. the inconsistent teams are the worry for you because sometimes Essendon don't like get up for them. Yeah. You pull off ridiculous wins against good teams sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So it's good that you're uh, banking a few of these. Yeah. Especially one that's on the road as well. That's yeah. Big. That's, we, big. that's we, big. I think we'd only won like two of the last 15 of the SCG or something crazy like that. That stat is probably wrong, but I remember it was a lot. Welcome to Haggard's Footy. All our stats yeah, yeah. are wrong, but we're excited because it's back. <laughs> so just pretend that uh, Tom said that stat. Uh then it's far more or less believable, but also there's no consequences just throwing out made-up stats. But yeah, that's, that's, already, that's already how I remember what just happened. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Bloody right. hell, Tom. Sorry, guys, I'll lift. So, big round, footy's back. Unfortunately, though, Thursday night when the round kicked off, footy was back and boring. <laughs> footy, look, it'd been a long time. You know when you when watched a movie a lot as a kid, right? Watch a movie, okay. And you loved it. Mm. And you're like, oh, it's the best. And then you get some friends to watch it for the first time and you're watching it and you're like, this isn't this isn't the movie I remember. I thought it was good. Boys, Thursday night was that movie. I knew footy was good, but was it as good as I remembered? Hmm. I got worried. And there was a lot of us, a lot of, like, not only was the game, we'll, we'll get to that, not great, or maybe very defensive. I don't know. We've not that out. People have had lots of mixed opinions about this. 
most of those people that have had positive mixed opinions have been Richmond and Collingwood fans, but we'll leave that for the moment. We had to deal with the fact that footy was back. No crowds. We had fake crowd noise, which... They didn't I, nail on Thursday night. No. And they did not nail that on <laughs> Thursday night. No, there was multiple times where they fucked it. The and- fact that the... Look, spoiler alert, it was a draw. The fact that they played a cheer at the draw, fucking cooked. Everyone knows <laughs> that when there's a draw, this happens. Oh, it's like just, a fucking funeral. Yeah, silence. Silence. Completely. It's awkward as fuck. My favourite part is when a goal would be kicked and the fake cheer would come in, but then before fading out to the commercial, the cheer faded out. Like, it just disappeared. Yeah. There was no hum. There was no general noise. Yeah. It's been a lot of budget putting in shitty CGI flags over mm-hmm. the... Se- Did they do that for every game? Yes. Uh, for the ones I saw, yeah. Fuck. I watched at least a quarter of every single match. Yes. Oh, that's garbage. Dog shit. I watched a lot of footy this weekend, actually. I think I watched six. I know that this is a weird brag considering I am one of the hosts of a footy podcast that you're currently listening to, but I think I watched like seven full games this week. And yeah. Jesus, I didn't watch that many full games. I watched a lot. I, li- I listened to a lot on the radio. Oh, a driving. that's good. Fuck felt good. I only watched one full game and then just bits and pieces of others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're getting back into it slowly. Uh, it's a slow build for me. It still yeah, yeah. is, I think. Um, still is. this game, Richmond Collingwood, uh, you want to know my thoughts, boys? Fell yeah. asleep. Yeah, didn't have any because I fell asleep. <laughs> literally, no, literally. At halftime, I was I was like, oh, geez, lay down, put the heater on, and then woke up at the end of the game. You didn't miss much. Well, I mean. The last 10 minutes. The last 10 minutes were frantic and exciting. I just thought these two teams would have a bit more of a shootout. Mm. Look, you know. Oh, got just, a bit, sorry, just quickly, you know. fake noise, uh, fake crowd. They did kind of fix it as the round went on, but one thing they still haven't figured out what to do with is like the crowd riding a goal home. So there was yeah. a couple of times where tight goals went through yep. and watching it on TV, I was like, ah, oh, he's missed that. And then oh, there'd be like, it. there was like a weird celebration. Like even the player, it was anyway, it was odd. They got better though. What they, what they don't have. And this was very obvious on Thursday night where you had Richmond and Collingwood supporters effectively yeah. there was you didn't have the anger when an umpire made a call. For example, could you imagine the booing that would have happened when Jack Higgins was awarded a mark that was absolutely not a fucking mark? Oh, the one yeah. where he took it fucking from the third row of the crowd. When that, the, the fact that the, the, you heard the video review go, yep, uh, that's clearly a mark. We're awarding that a mark. And it's like from the vision. We saw this. <laughs> now, okay, now we know that they have other angles that we don't see. Show us those angles then. At no point did they show us the angle where it was clearly a mark. Uh, I think it was Jason Dunstall, someone on the radio, Tom, your favorite medium this weekend. <laughs> uh, there was another goal review that was like a weird, inconclusive one, and the decision was made based on what was in between frames, basically. Like you couldn't tell if it was like when it was like one frame of the vision, yep. the ball hadn't, wasn't over the line, but also hadn't been touched yet. And then the next vision, it was being touched over the line, but it was over the line. And they called whatever decision they made. And Dunster was like, I hate this. <laughs> he was like, until they fix it, they shouldn't use it. We've got more bad decisions made with reviews than we did with the normal umpiring. But boys, isn't that footy? Yes. Footy's back because we're getting angry about score reviews. So you know they're, what? We'll they're never going to fix it. No. 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 You know, the AFL don't like to change rules on a whim for no fucking reason when they could have just stuck with the original ruling in the first place. You know what? I they? shouldn't be too hard on goal reviews because we'll get to a goal later in this round that was originally called a behind, but it was not. No, the umpire was just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good goal. Uh, one, of, one, of, one of the best of the round. Probably one of the best of the year so far. Anyway, yeah. Collingwood, Richmond, dog shit. I'll Draw. say it. Draw. First first game back, draw. Funny. Very funny. Funny, boring. Low scoring. Boys, do you want to know a fun fact? Only one other team. So they scored 36 apiece. 
Uh, every other team bar one would have beat Richmond or Collingwood on Thursday night. And that team that didn't score more than 36 points was Adelaide. <laughs> the most embarrassing club in the AFL. They are. You know what? Of all time. Jeff Kennett called <laughs> for a relegation to be in effect if you're oh. no good. I reckon there's only room for one team in South Australia. Fuck. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, it was before the game against Geelong too. If it, he wanted Adelaide to be relegated. No, no, no. no. Just he, if your team doesn't perform well, relegate them. What? Is, oh, boy. When I saw it, uh, it was during a... I think it was halftime at one of the games, so the commentators then commented on it, and they were just like, obviously that's not going to happen, but we understand what he's trying to say. <laughs> was there a specific team he was referring to? Not. It was uh, just I think it was to members, Hawthorne members. And then hilariously, Hawthorne then got absolutely fucking smashed. Yeah, he's such a fuckwit. It's got a short memory. They were shit ass not, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. 15 hey. years ago. Hey, Jeff. Fuck off, mate. Yeah, yeah you probably should. The one downside of footy being back is Jeff Kennett's back, Eddie Maguire's back, and Wayne Carey's back. Fuck them all off. Put them in a ship, fire it into the sun. Yep. Fire that boat into the sun. Fun thing about this draw, and the one thing that I take solace in, is that Collingwood kicked four goals one to Richmond's one behind in the first quarter. The final scores were five goals six apiece. Collingwood kicked one goal five for the rest of the game. Dog shit! Make you feel good? Made me feel much better. Warren Collingwood continues. Yeah, and look, we got some people being like, hey, I barrack for Collingwood, and that's okay. We just don't respect you or your team. <laughs> I definitely don't. <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> I thought I made this clear last week. <laughs> the club, <laughs> the president, the players, the fans. And the coach. Frankly. And oh. I had softened on him a little bit. No. Nah. Nah, he's a big fuck. A huge fuck. Mm. Because Collingwood have been revealed to be dog shit across the board. With some other stuff going on. Yep. Just dog shit. I'm shocked. No, I'm not. I'm so shocked that a club that has a history of being racist has been racist and protected Eddie Maguire. The quick, they should just fire him. How many of Collingwood's problems would go away if Eddie was no longer the president of that club? None. They would increase tenfold because Eddie is the fucking dirtiest piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. He's the, spin ma- he's the spin master money man. Because when yeah. your president is also very high up in the media, it's really hard for a bad story against your club to break, Tom. Case in point, the thing that we're kind of dancing around hasn't even story. really broken in the media properly. <sighs> Imagine being a up-and-coming journalist and you've got a scoop on Collingwood. You would shit your pants that Eddie Maguire's going to kill your career. Well, he killed Mumba's career. Mm. Because they didn't like the fact that Lumumba was outspoken about the president over the whole Adam Goods thing. Yeah, hey Collingwood, you deserve to lose forever. Yeah, unfortunately Richmond couldn't win this. Uh, but look, they're going to have multiple chances this year to beat other teams. Look, you're big on the Richmond thing, Sean. I don't know how you feel about Richmond, but this is the perfect result for me. <laughs> no, I'd prefer Collingwood lose. Yeah, relegate them. Relegate them to hell. <laughs> Pack of cunts. <laughs> Hey, Sean, footy's back. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, so Thursday night, footy was back, I guess. Footy Felt was weird. back physically, but not, not in spirit. The last 10 minutes of the game, I, I know that we've just called it shit, and it was, but the last 10 minutes was exciting just because it was so close. Crowd was weird. No one was chanting team names. There was no... That's another thing. The fake crowd doesn't build pressure. No. Like when it's getting close to the end of the game and the crowds are just losing their mind at every goal. You don't get that. I missed that. I missed... Team names being chanted, and I miss riding goals home. Probably in reverse order of what I just said. I also nah. miss booing players who have dogged your club. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or a Bronx cheer. Although the Bronx cheer was back at another game we can talk about, but that'll be later. 
All right. Uh, Friday. Tom. Oh, juicy. So first of all, uh, to every single person listening to this podcast that heard last week's episode, cowards. Not a single tweet to the Hawthorne Football Club. Was there not one? Not one. I'm pretty disgusted by yeah. that. But you know what? You know what that proves? Didn't need them. Hey, imagine if the tweets had happened. We would have won by 200. Yeah, so did, I would have got my 200 points. You would have had it. <laughs> oh, you've let uh, me and Sean down. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but that's all right, because look, maybe maybe calling you all cowards is a little rough. Like maybe you were down there standing outside the sexy land, waving Hawthorne flags, trying to get them to pull the bus over. I wasn't there. I don't know. Maybe they took the back way in. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt, but I did search for at Hawthorne Football Club sexy land to see if anyone had tweeted those two words together. No one. Disgraceful. That's all right, because, Tom, what happened? We didn't need it. No. Because we came out and fucking mm. smashed them. This was – fuck, this was good, boys. I was so pumped. Two things happened watching this game. So I went down to Geelong, uh, watched it with my family, like we were actually at the footy but at my, my parents' place. Um, which jumper did you put on? I put on the Indigenous jumper. Yep. Uh, which is my jumper I generally wear when I'm not at the ground. I yeah. I yeah. one. That's for – being at the ground. Yeah. Um, so had, had my scarf on though, you know, uh, felt good. Terrence had his scarf and jumper on. Mum's scarf was on. It was all happening. Uh, we're pretty fired up. I forgot about the anxiety of football. Oh. <laughs> the game started, we kicked a goal and I went, yes, and then went, oh, no, there's so much more to go. It felt good though. I missed. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's you a didn't, good feeling. You didn't have a lot of that last week. No, I didn't. But it's back and I, it, feel, it feels – Having the anxiety of footy and then winning, I forgot how good that feeling is. Who's like, your favourite team to beat? These guys are up there. Yeah, is it because well, of the grand final? Because of that grand final. Just, yeah. They're always good games and it's always good to beat them. They, beating Hawthorne <laughs> or Collingwood are probably my two favourites and then knocking off Richmond, not because of Richmond, because of their fans, is also really good. Yeah, I love beating Collingwood and Port Adelaide. Mm. Essendon has so many rival clubs that hate us. So be, there's like... 13 out of the 17 other teams at the, in the AFL that I'm like, yeah, I love beating them. Yeah, <laughs> Carlton, Collingwood, Sydney. We'll get to that later. Mm. Richmond, fucking- uh, North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. West Coast. <laughs> Brisbane? Nah. Brisbane- I, But we beat you in a grand final. That yeah, should burn. That doesn't burn though. I don't know why. I think it's because like- there's been so many. I like fucking beating Adelaide because they thrashed us in that final. I think because there's been other clubs that have wronged us more. No, well, not more. I mean, yeah, okay. losing grand finals. So long's not on that list. Time heals then. Time heals, but also just like I think uh, when you've got multiple wounds, the newest wound stings more. Yeah. Like yeah. a scar doesn't hurt as much as an open wound. Bleeding out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Especially because we've been playing such stressful football for the last couple of years, especially last year. And guess what? It seems like it's going to be this year as well. Just having to fight for every single win and like teams like Sydney that we always seem to have really close games with that are then just constantly replayed. It's a nightmare. So yeah, I feel like we have a rivalry with pretty much everyone. Yeah. And I had to watch a lot of Geelong Hawthorne highlights in ISO. They were showing a lot of those rivalry games for a while and we lose some and we win some. And it, you know, the 2013 prelim, Hurts just as much as the 08 grand final. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if we had have won, we fucking would have won the flag. Yeah. Oh, fucking. It was a wasted year. The Sydney Essendon rivalry goes back to that fucking Tony Lockett point. I remember that. That was like the first time I got hurt in footy. 96? Yeah. Won a prelim. Yep. Yeah. And then. Nah, the point got him in the prelim. Yeah. Didn't it? I think it got him in the grand final, didn't it? They got smashed then by. North? North, yeah. Yeah. And Essendon probably would have beaten North because it beaten them earlier in the year. Uh, Carlton, probably. 
96, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was. It was Carlton. North won in 99. That's right. No, Carlton won in 95, I think. Fuck. And 94, they beat Geelong. Oh, fuck. They absolutely didn't win a three-peat. 96, I think, was North. I think they won 96 and 99. Is that right? Uh, what, no, what's Adelaide's years? No, that's 97, 98. 98. Oh, they beat St. Kilda in one of them. We could look it up, but you know what? I don't want no, to. Who yeah. cares? Who cares? Can we talk about the past? Is the past the for past a reason? The past is the past. Let's talk about the present. And the present is that I got. And a the present was present. still the past because yeah. it's yeah last weekend. But yes, yeah, great. Now nah, this was fucking good. A good win. Things that I loved about this, besides that, and Dusha, you'll love this. Is guess who was riding those goals? Terence. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck. We rode Ablett's fifty goal from fifty five, like. You wouldn't believe. As a neutral supporter, Tom, what did I ask you during the game? You said, I, I'm missing people riding goals. Are you riding the goals home? And I said, what do you reckon? Yes. And the other question I had in relation to a player you just mentioned. Oh, Gary Abbott looking a little chunky? No, I asked if there's any subways in Geelong because it looks like that Gary Ablett's been feasting on a couple of meatball subs he- and it left him charged up, Tom. He hasn't been able to go to church, right? Yeah, because you can't yeah. gather in that. So he's had to look somewhere else. And so he's gone, I'm going to turbocharge by being a chunky nugget man. Meatballs are his church. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He looks, he looks, he's, he's going to do a Stuart Jew this year, guys. He's filled out a bit, but he has not lost any of his speed. He was in fucking fact, incredible. He may have gotten faster. He, like, he hasn't lost he's any He's running speed. like it's 2008 again, Tom. But the thing that's cooked that he hasn't lost is that a bit, he's inside 50s. His kicks are fucking ass. There was a, a kick to Dangerfield that literally just nicked the like went over the fingernails of Frawley and just fell in Dangerfield's lap. He did the same under Stanley. Anytime if he's got the ball and you're a forward and he's kicking it to you, you know you just got to be in the right spot. He'll get it to you. Play forever, guys. Oh, do it forever. He's he's playing like a man who wants a flag for his last year. I laughed when they questioned if he had the distance from fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, just went but dum like went in at post height. Hmm. It's a big kick. Yeah. Oh, they're like, oh, he's got old legs in it. Yes. But here's the best thing about the game on the weekend is that a couple of things that I loved was that, you know, people often talk about how they're going to – Tim Kelly's gone. What are they going to do with this? Abel's getting older. Dangerfield's getting older. Selwood's getting older. Just quietly, Selwood probably benefited the most from the uh, shutdown restart again because he looked fucking incredible. But the thing that I loved, the takeaway for me was that Tom Atkins looked fucking awesome. Narkel played a really awesome game. Brandon Parfitt – Geelong's got some good hair, I've come to realise. Mm-hmm. Brandon Parfitt rolls in round two looking jacked as shit with cornrows. Fucking looks like looked like a weapon of mass destruction and I fucking loved it. And he played an unreal game. Mm. Just seeing those younger players and watching the ability to pl- rotate through the midfield so many different combinations of players and still win the clearances against... A Hawthorne that was missing Jaeger O'Meara, but still had Tom Mitchell, still had big boy McAvoy, still had um, Chad Wingard who played on the ball and I thought played really well for them. We looked really good. I think we've got depth because those players have started to to come through. I know that there's a couple of even younger players who when Selwood was interviewed was talking about how when they went into isolation, he went to the younger players and said, who wants to train with me? We'll do the same program. So there's a couple of young guys who weren't playing. We've got now, you know, Stevens ready to play. Cock two will get fit and get back into it. You've got Jordan Clark still to come back. You've got so many other players to come back. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm happy. And Tom's you can't still take chasing, away from me. chasing that dream. Like how Joe Danaher is staying at Essendon yeah. next year. Yeah, They're going to kick 100. Yeah. Um, Cock two will get fit. Look, all I'm saying is it was good to see a lot of new faces playing really well. Um, and Reese Stanley, he needs to play like that every week. He's the number one Ruckman. He was involved in all three of our first goals. Fuck. 
We kicked 10-4, 10-2 or something compared to 1-1 in the second half to Hawthorne. They didn't score in the last quarter. We murdered them. How's the window, Tom? Wide fucking open. Oh, boy. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know how it's you know it's been wedged open? Gaza put that little chunky belly on, <laughs> propped it up. Uh, one, oh. pers- one person you haven't mentioned, and I'm pretty disappointed, is Atkins, who has. Uh, the- excuse me, I said Atkins had a really good game, but you didn't, didn't mention hair and mustache. The filthiest hair and mustache combination. He's now the most handsome man at Geelong. Oh, we've got some great hairstyles going on. Also. And I said this in the Sans Pants Plus Discord, and I don't know if you saw, but I realized I really don't like Tom like looking at Hawkins because his eyes, he's got, he's got dead eyes. Nah, his looks, eyes are beautiful. Looks no, like a matinee idol. No, it's like you look into his eyes and you don't see anything. Like there's no soul there. He's oh, a shark. That mm. was the other thing that was incredible. We kicked over 100 points. Hawkins and Radigalia went goalless. Like, yeah, Hawkins said fuck all. Myers kicked three. Dalhouse kicked a couple. Abler kicked a couple. It was all those sort of Atkins different- Atkins kicked two. Atkins kicked two. Looked great doing both of them. It's just Myers hadn't done much in the first quarter. Then when I looked at the stats at the end of the game, he'd had 20 touches and kicked three goals. He's a jet. Under the radar. And I just- <laughs> i tell you what. <laughs> Kicking three goals and flying under the radar. We're in the entertainment business. He's going to win the Coleman. He could. <laughs> he might. The, you know, strange things happen. Nah, we're in the entertainment business and uh, the future is- Booming. Good. So next game, and this is important because the current leader of the Coleman played in this game. My man. <laughs> Charles Cameron. <laughs> he uh he was put on a clinic early. Oh mate, four goals in the first half. And that's what you wanted from him. Oh mate, I wanted four in the first four minutes, but um, you wanted he did what he could. F- you wanted four in the first half and four in the second half, and he only half delivered there. It is disappointing when you get to half time with four because you just your mind starts to tick. Like it's gonna kick eight. It's gonna kick ten. And then he just sort of fell apart. Um, well, the team are like, fuck, we're leaking goals through this guy. We should probably put someone better on him. It was a weird game. Um, I don't really have a reading on what Frio are. I think Brisbane was switched off for large parts of it. Um, Lockie Neal was good. Fucking hell. He's a good player. Andy Charlie. Player. Tom Berry played his first game and was fucking good. Took Sean. a hanger at the end. Sean. That's when I stood up and high-fived the wall for the first time <laughs> this year. I was about to ask, did the wall get a workout? That was the moment. And then I stood in my back corner in the lounge room when he missed the shot. We had like three or four chances right at the end to seal it. And well, he had a ping. Them. Cameron had a ping. Yeah, someone else did too. And then Zorko socketed through with Zorko got one with like two seconds to go. And we won by uh, what 12 we win points. By? 12 points. Brisbane. It's booming up there. I was pretty happy. Like it's it's just it's, it's under the radar at the moment. Beating Fremantle is a weird. Frio and now Brisbane are hard to read because Fremantle lost to Essendon, but they came back and like almost run over the top of Essendon. Essendon then played another relatively inconsistent game. So what does beating it? What does losing to Essendon mean? But then Frio again against Brisbane, were they playing well against a really good club or were they playing kind of messy and Brisbane matched their messiness? It's so hard to tell at this point. It's another one where I think, I, I just wonder what the crowd does for Brisbane because there are, times i think at one point we're up by 25 points yeah and looked at it and thought oh we're gonna run away with this and if the crowd was really into it maybe that might have happened yeah but then freo just like kept pegging it back i'm not sure if freo <laughs> ever led this had shades of another game uh, no they didn't i remember watching the last quarter and they were showing when freo were after walters kicked that goal yeah and it Freo leveled the scores in the second quarter and that's it yeah, yeah. they never led i think it was one of those things that was like time in front it was zero minutes and, and sort was- of kept getting Three goals ahead, and then Freo would come back. And I'll tell you what, Walters is a fucking jet. 
Well, like it's so good. <laughs> fucking hell. People, there's been a lot of talk about this. Is there a better one-two punch in a team than Walters and Fife? Yeah, I know, but like it's the- Imagine if they were at a good club. It's the team That's with the I mean. biggest gap between any other oh. player on the list. Well, it's Walters, Fife, a large chunk, and then some of those young guns, and then the rest of the side. Yes. Yeah. Like it's big. <laughs> but no, I was, I was pretty happy with Brisbane. I'm starting to uh, get excited again, but just, um, we'll see how they go. They got West Coast next. You've kind week, of kept this private from How Good's Footy because, like, the show, not us. Yeah, because uh, it goes against the nature of the show. But Sean, you're really struggling with football this year, aren't you? Yeah, big time. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I think it's just there's just so many things going on. Yeah, and um, it's a weird. It's just been a weird year. The wall got yeah. the high five though. The wall got the high five, but um, in terms of footy, I don't know. I'm feeling. I'm still a little bit flat, so I'm I'm waiting. I'm hoping to build into the season. But, yeah, there's just a weird vibe about it. When Abla kicked the goal from 55, I knew I was back. And then I spent the rest of the – I spent all of Sunday night in bed watching highlights from every single game. Yeah. And it felt good. Do you know what made me realize footy's back? And this is a weird point. The showdown when there was, like, a live crowd there, even though it was a small crowd. You could, you could tell the difference between having a crowd there and not having a crowd there. Yeah. Because they, they were vocal. And the players are even saying – we, you didn't know that it was only 2,000 people. Yeah. Boke was like, it may as well have been 30,000. Mm. Such was the, just the atmosphere of having a few people there. Also, watching parts of that game and just knowing that some of those people were getting up at halftime to go buy a pie, I was like, fucking hell. Imagine. Just imagine <laughs> that feeling. That is the dream right smashing there. A, smashing a beer, having a pie, maybe a mile of ice cream. Maybe, Tom. <laughs> and based on like lockdown uh, restrictions easing, that could be in our future. Mm. Could Not, be soon. Hopefully not too soon, but soonish. Yeah. Um. Now there was another dog shit game this round, which was Carlton and Melbourne. My God, I've never seen two teams try and lose a game more. Ah, oh, but they, what I love is they try different approaches. So Melbourne were like, "We'll be in front and then shit ourselves in the second half," and Carlton were like, "We'll only play the second half." They kicked what one goal. Well, two goals for the first half and then kicked the seven of the last eight goals went to Carlton. So, quarter like, time scores, 5-2 uh, Melbourne to 0-0 zero, zero Carlton. <laughs> half time, 7-4 Melbourne to 2-5 Carlton. Final scores, 8-6 Melbourne to 7-11 Carlton. Carlton had so many chances to win too. I think Cripps missed two goals in the last quarter. Yeah, I saw the last... Part of this game. Oh, they had, they like Weedering sprayed one. And then did Walsh fuck a kick as well? Walsh, I got caught a couple of times. Like, like Melbourne on one hand are insane and frustrating because they looked like they were going to win by 110 points the way this game was playing out. They looked really good. Petrarca was hitting his straps. They were playing really well. And then they just like went in at halftime and went, oh, we're Melbourne and came back out and Melbourned everywhere. And Carlton went, oh, that's right. We This is our half. Let's go. <laughs> We're Eddie, on. <laughs> Eddie kicked two behinds in the first in the last quarter that were goals that Eddie Betts should be kicking. Mm. Yeah. Oh, one of them especially. One was a set shot from like 35 out. Someone missed directly in front to hit the post. I think it, might have been, it, it was either Weedering or Cripps. They had so many. Ch- it, look, I'm more annoyed at Carlton because they, they, should have, they should have made Melbourne look worse. Yes. And they didn't. And now Melbourne win and kind of get a reprieve but don't deserve it. The season's not going to pan out for Melbourne. This not, game, not if even, they play like that. Even though the fuck it, they won the fucking game, if I was a supporter, I wouldn't be happy. I'd be like, I wouldn't be like, whew, got away with highway robbery. I'd be like, I don't think I want to watch next week. Yeah, I um, just, They sung the song without Max Gorn. Like, what? 
Yeah, hang he, on, hang on, hang on. He's on the field doing an interview. Yeah. And then came down and they'd already sung the song. He's the captain. First game as captain. Or second game. Second, first win as first captain. First win as captain. Yeah. So, Tom, what would you say from an outsider point of view about the club culture if they're doing shit like that? Uh, I'm getting a very Adelaide vibe from that club culture. Yeah. That's, that's dog shit. That's crazy. How did no one go? Did they, well, they just saw Nathan Jones and were like, oh, there's the captain. It's really weird. How, also, how do you miss Max Gorn? He's 202 centimetres tall and... It, like he's the most one of the most recognizable players in the AFL. If you are just looking at the MCG from out in the street, you can kind of see the tip of his head sticking out through the fucking roof. <laughs> How did he feel? If I'm in that huddle singing the song, if I'm looking around at my teammates, the minute I go, "Oh wait, Gorn's not here," stop the song immediately. Yeah, yep. Did they not realize until he walked in? Yeah, I think he came in at the end and was like, oh, yeah, yeah. and they were like, <laughs> and then the camera cut away. Probably because he was like, "You cunts! You fucking cunts!" I'll kill you. I hope next week, whoever they're playing next week, who are they playing next week? Can we just flick to next week, just real quick? Uh, Melbourne, uh, going to lose to Essendon next week. You know why? Because late in the game, when Maxi Gorn looked like he's about to save it, he's going to rip off his Melbourne jumper and have a Bombers one on underneath. Oh. He's going to defect every game this year. He's going to do a heel turn because <laughs> they abandoned him in that song. Max Gorn, if you're listening, you're welcome to sing the Essendon song next week. You're always welcome to join our club. Oh, fuck Even though that. Tommy Bell Chambers had a very good game over the weekend, if Max Gorn wants to join the club, I'm sure Tom wouldn't mind yeah, too much. Just so he can sing a song of a winning team. Mm. That sucks so hard. I feel for him because oh, that's, that's bad. Because he got the captaincy, he's a bit nervous about getting the captaincy. Yeah. You know, Jones had had it for so long, and I know that it was a bit of like Jones was a bit funny about giving it up. Fuck oh, Melbourne, that's dog shit. Yeah, fucking hell. Speaking of dog shit, oh, and bad cultures, and the worst cultures <laughs> at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, at good times. Tell you what, fuck if you bag for Adelaide, probably stop. Oh, there is. <laughs> Our household was very happy this week because Geelong were very impressive against Hawthorne uh, and Port Adelaide murdered Adelaide and my brother was very thrilled. I got a message from him. So I was explaining to someone how my brother, I think I've talked on this show, just calls Charlie Dixon, Charlie Big Dick Dixon. Oh, yeah. yeah. And your mum gets around too. Yeah. Dixon kicked one of his two goals and I just got a message from Jacob, all caps. Nothing, he hadn't sent me anything else throughout the game. All caps just said huge penis. <laughs> Both Dixon and him in that moment. Absolutely. <laughs> Dixon, I think Dixon is an enormous man. Yeah, yeah. And you scary. forget, like, I kind of like him because he looks like a psycho. Yeah, he is a psycho. And he just loves kicking goals and flexing his muscles I'll and being what, angry. I'll tell, he's the only footballer I wouldn't fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never crank at any other footballer. Yeah, he's NFL. probably the only one that would beat me, I think, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he's wild. You don't know what he's going to do. Oh, he's unpredictable. Oh, sorry, just to go back to the last game, uh, Melbourne also committed the huge sin of dropping Mitch Brown. Yeah. Bloody hell. I, I had a delivery driver at work today, Barracks for Melbourne, mm. and he was like, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? We got the bloke over from Essendon. We don't even use him. Pack of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. War yeah. on Melbourne until they reinstate Mitch Brown. Yeah, definitely. Give him the captaincy. If they win next week, <laughs> I mean, they won't. When they win the week after... Why would it should just play be Mitch Brown and Gorn singing the song? Oh, oh no! no. If they bring Mitch Brown to play his former club. They probably will they, because if you, they should. Yeah, fuck. They need goal kickers. Oh no! I didn't uh, even think about the, this. What are they, I know we've gone back again. One of the Melbourne forwards, I'm pretty sure, kicked zero four. Bailey Fritch, maybe. Uh, he kicked one four. That's right, one four. Yep. Did Melksham play? I don't know. 
Uh, He's the X factor, isn't he? Apparently? Yes, he did play. He had ten touches. Yeah. No goals, nothing. Oh. <laughs> it's almost like he's not a very good player. Yeah, I mean, hey, he was inconsistent at Essendon and stayed inconsistent. Speaking of players who are inconsistent, who have suddenly found a bit of consistency, someone who's been good a couple of weeks in a row, even though it's 10 weeks apart, uh, Motlop. Oh, yeah. Had a blinder in the. I didn't see the show. Loves now. the show now. Took a huge mark. Yep. Just took off. Had a couple of cheeky little Motlop, like half kicks that just worked. Got Port looks good. They've now two and two, and both wins have been enormous. Huge, enormous, and also considering one was against the Suns, but the Suns now are good. And hey, Adelaide, how was the jumper? I looked good. You yeah. know what? You know what? Watching that game, at no point did I go, "Is that Collingwood?" Mm. I will say, I was watching with two people that don't watch a lot of football, and both of them at separate points were like, oh, "I keep thinking I'm watching Collingwood." <laughs> so uh, I don't know, Tom. But. Like then I looked at the score and I would have seen Port Adelaide. And yeah. Gone, oh, that's Port Adelaide. Did you see someone, a fan? Because they had a crowd in and you could tell because when Adelaide, like anytime Tex got the ball, oh, <laughs> I think he got Bronx cheered by his own support. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did uh, fuck all. Um, Rory Sloan tried really hard but then got injured. And I messaged you both. Is there a more overrated pair of gun midfielders who accumulate a lot of the footy but do fuck all than the Crouch brothers? I just think everyone at Adelaide's overrated. As you saw in this where they scored 35 points to Port Adelaide's 110. The only player that fucking showed up for Adelaide was Riley O'Brien, the Ruckman. He's the only one who turned up. No one else did. You know what? Just one little bone to pick with Port Adelaide. Yes. Dersma. Love him. Where was the bow and arrow? Uh, It came out every time he kicked a goal, Joel. No, it didn't. It absolutely did. Tom, I was watching. How many goals did he kick? Three. I saw two. He might have done it every goal. I guarantee you he did it at least twice. I saw two bow and arrows because I was watching it with someone and I had to explain to them what the fuck that was. And you didn't see it, Joel? I didn't see it. I'm going to back you in. Yeah, I was. Watch watch the highlights of his two goals, two bow and arrows. He might not have done it on one of them, but he definitely did it on two. I don't care for him, so I will not watch those Uh, highlights. I think also the issue may have been this was my first night back at the pub. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm well, back on time. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, team Tom. On me, yeah. Yeah. But I remember being like, because I, I got into an argument left. with it at the pub about how they were like, why did he do it? And I was like, I used to do ballet. And they're like, that doesn't make any fucking he sense. He wanted to come up with a cool celebration. Tisha, before I back you next time, you start your story with, I was, I was at, at the, the pub. pub. Actually, yeah. I should just assume. Well, no, I shouldn't have assumed. I sent you a video. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I hadn't. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. That's all right, mate. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was kicked a ripper goal. You see Zach Butters, like, droppy kick. I didn't see Ran onto a loose ball, got around Crouch or Sloan and just toe-poked it 30 metres. Mm. Tom. Fuck, they look good. Got any messages for uh, any Adelaide supporters out there who um, are probably not feeling too great because hey, lost two in a row. They're sitting in the bottom four. That's all right. If, if you're an Adelaide supporter, um, just go to bed and don't wake up until 2021 because this year's just done for you. In fact... Whoa. There should only be one team in South Australia. Oh. <laughs> and it's not you guys. Tom, it's mathematically possible that anything could happen still. True. So let's just, if you barrack for Adelaide, don't give up. Yeah, you, at least give it two more weeks. And you, just see. You've got Gold Coast next week. See how that goes. I mean, that's going to suck when they lose by 30 points to Gold Coast as well. <laughs> um, interestingly, I think this is true. Uh, we don't fact check on this show. I'm pretty sure Adelaide are the only team left that Gold Coast have never beaten. First time for everything. That's yeah. juicy. Mm. They've only beaten West Coast twice, yep. and one of those times was the next game. Oh, Holy shit. Fuck. And they didn't just win. This wasn't like, you know how last year we were loving them because they were stressing us out? Yeah. yeah. This the- was comprehensive. They were um, home like early. Big profit call by me. 
Yeah. Uh, you like Sean, did you follow through with it? Did you follow through? Sometimes, boys, it doesn't matter what you do. It only matters what you say during recording. And during recording, I was 100% on the Gold Coast. Is this the do as I say, not as I do moment? Yeah, very much. <laughs> I'm sure um, if we look at the tipping, I'm sure some people backed them. All right. Actually, look. Let's Our take tipping this- comp is so fucked, man. I love it. You go through it and people just make cooked decisions every week. It's because they listen to us. Yeah. Well, okay. It. Let's let's take a quick uh, quick look at the tipping since you've mentioned it. We'll just go through our, us three. All I, I know is- so yeah. I'm back in the top 100. Tom Reed, yeah. third out of us three, sitting on 93rd. Yep. Uh, Connor, you got five this week. Thank you. Tom, you got seven. I smashed it. How did you get seven, you fuck? I'm wild. That is unbelievable. You're both on 10 for overall. Yeah, uh, and- I, you know why I got seven? I backed my boys. You didn't. That's true. You didn't believe. No, that's true. You didn't pick the Bombers and you didn't pick the Cats. Did you guys back St Kilda? Yep. No. Interesting. I, I thought I thought I picked the Bulldogs. On this show, you both picked the Saints and I picked the Bulldogs, and then in real life, I backed <laughs> the Saints and you both picked the Dogs. Mate, I was never going to back. No, I, I picked St. Kilda. So, I was never going to back the Dogs. Please. 93rd, Tom. 89th, Connor. I'm you. coming for you, mate. Yeah, we're on the same score. Yeah, but I'm coming for you. Got you on margin. Mate, I'm coming. Yeah, whatever. Knock, knock. It's me, bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm already too far behind. I can't win the comp. Doesn't uh, matter. Uh, here's a few people that can win the comp, though. Uh, Joel Dusha. Currently one off the lead. Oh. I'm in ninth position. Oh. When I looked at it yeah. uh, this morning, I missed you on my original scroll through, and yeah. I kept getting further down, and I was like, oh, my God, Douche is going to be 100th? Fuck. Nah. And I went back to the top, mate. Fuck. There he should is, the top 10. You should have checked. I should have known. He's, he's won it before. Yeah. He is the king as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, and I smoky assholes yeah. down in fucking yeah. 90th and 80th. <laughs> but I don't want our footy tipping to take away from this huge win from yeah, Gold massive Coast. massive win. Yeah. Fucking hell. Hey, do you know who's pretty good? The number one and number two draft pick from last year. Bloody hell. <laughs> Fuck. Raul is a machine. He's built like a truck. I saw a, an 26 image. touches, two goals. Fuck. <laughs> I saw a, like a... a cartoon image of him today and it was they call him the Red Bull. Oh. <laughs> Red Bull gives you wins. Oh. <laughs> he, but he just he's like he's he could like just flex and knock me out if I was standing too close. Yeah, he's gonna be a beast. He already is. He's a machine. I, I hope he it. stays there. I hope I'm they all stay there. I'm happy for Gold Coast. Me too. It was good to see. I think I've talked about this before on the show. Gold Coast have gone beyond the point where I ha- I used to hate them because yeah. they were Brisbane's rival and they would steal our players and blah blah blah. They've lost they basically the whole list is just completely turned over now. Yeah. It's in the past. Now I love them. I love the story. It's good for Queensland. It's good. Imagine the first time Brisbane and Gold Coast both make the final. Imagine the first time they play in a final against each other. Someone put up a stat before and I saw on again. something. <laughs> <laughs> Someone put up a stat before that was that, that Gold Coast has spent more weeks in the top eight than Carlton. Than Carlton in the last like four years or whatever. I think, yeah, since, since 2015. Is that right? Yep. Carlton have been in zero times and Carlton have won twenty six in- games. Gold Coast have won twenty four, and Gold Coast have spent nine weeks inside the top eight. Correct. Yep. Just hilarious. It's fucked, isn't it? It's almost like Mick Walthouse. Mission accomplished. Yeah, you did a good job. Yeah. Good on. Good <laughs> on best. you, Mick. Uh, only sad thing from this is Sexton had a bad game. Does he still have the mustache? Did he because uh, he also no, he gave got- Jeremy, Governor, Jeremy, Jeremy McGovern a good one and then got pushed into the fucking <laughs> fence. Sexton, mission accomplished. Yeah. He got bloody McGovern rubbed out and who's playing West Coast next week? <laughs> oh, so he helped out the Crosstown boys. Robbo rang him up and went, come on, sexy. Yeah. Um, that push, I'm very against that by McGovern. That didn't get any weeks too. 
What do you no. suspend it for? Well, was the punch. punch in the face? He got a th- he's he's um, appealing it. Yep. And his excuse is, I didn't even realize I punched him. <laughs> that's not an excuse. <laughs> I Can guess we- that means the impact is like he's maybe. Just but that's like yeah. isn't that like killing someone and be like, I didn't realize I killed them. Well, yeah, yeah manslaughter. Yeah, still got to jail. It's fucking but less time. Um, less- he got a thousand dollar fine for the the fence. Yep. He's so lucky because he pushed him into the part of it that is like the gate that opened up a yep. little bit. That was a hard fence. It's LED fence too, so it yeah. would have like scratched the shit out of him like a hellhole. Hell. Yeah, nah, it's fucked. Ugh. Fuck you, McGovern. You, you know dirty, what I just thought realised, boys? Hellhole is going to be starving. Oh, mate. Four weeks of no footy on it. Yeah. It'll be... Look, I've kicked a footy on a concrete before. This will be harder. It's going to kill someone. It's bloody lusting for injuries right I now. I can't wait. <laughs> It's the horniest ground in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it it is. is rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Tom. So Gold Coast rolled West Coast, followed by another bizarre twist in football, which was on Sunday, GWS lost to North Melbourne by 20 points. This is cooked. I wouldn't have seen this coming. I North, didn't pick it. You know why? Big head. Show ideas. I was right. I, again, I was right. right. I was like, you, he's, he's had 10 weeks to just think. Yeah. It's powerful. What's cooked is like, so you watch the Giants smashed us, then get rolled by North. Hawthorne destroy you. We smash them. What the fuck is this year? We'll know more in about two or three weeks. Will we though? No, I think it's like, it's some clubs didn't adjust to coming off a long break. Yeah. Hey, and some clubs played exactly the fucking same. Boys, I can't hmm. believe I didn't bring this up, but uh, the curse. Curse dead. Well, not officially. 10 yeah. week bye. Yeah, in between it, it, seasons. Honestly, it only would have counted. If you if lost. You lost. <laughs> yeah. Then it absolutely would have counted. Fuck yeah. you. It is funny just thinking about how, you know how there's any time, like if there's a bit of a break and everyone's like, oh, what's Clarko cooking up? Clarko's cooking something huge. Forget about Clarko. <laughs> it is reassure now. Yeah. That yeah. brain that is- That brain. It, make be- a mind. Yeah. <laughs> People should stop using the galaxy brain meme and just start using reassure. Also, I found a photo of him where he looks like a huge cooker as well. Maybe like him more. I'll show it to you boys now. And we'll uh, post it on our- uh, Look yeah. at him. Oh. <laughs> he's got He's thinking. Oh. He's thinking through time and space. Fucking hell. The reason they won that game is he'd already thought about the end of the game yeah. while they're on the plane. Yeah. Well, I think one thing with this that makes it a little, not necessarily more impressive, but more surprising than the Gold Coast win over West Coast is West Coast at no point were in a position where they looked like they were going to win it. GWS were in front for periods. Yeah, in the third quarter. And North Melbourne like, nah. Reese was like, I foresaw this. <laughs> they also, like, there were times when the Giants would look like they were about to come in, back into it and North just were doing that. They, you know what they showed a lot of, boys? Shin bonus spirit. Ooh. Yeah, a GWS got, got it back. Bloody hell. GWS got within two points in the last quarter. Eh. And then they kicked away. Your favourite player kicked one from 50. Who's my favourite player? I'm using it tongue very firmly in cheek. Jared Pollock. Oh, that fucking orc. <laughs> <laughs> Zerha kicked three. Yeah, Zuhar's cooked, big cooker. And I thought Kangaroos, I was listening to this on the radio and there was a point where I think they had four shots in a row and missed all of them. And Hutto on the on the radio was like, it's not looking good for <laughs> Because then I think immediately after they had like they had all the play, couldn't kick a goal, and then GWS kicked two in a row. Just like on a dime. Interested to see what North are this year. Could be I anything. still feel like they're oh. going to be that mid-table sort of team. Goldstein also had a fucking enormous game. 51 hitouts. He's so funny. He like basically died for a few years. He was <laughs> gone. 
Reborn. And then he's just he's a, he's a beast again. He's turned his back on Geelong and went, I'm back. Yeah, fuck. Good on him. Yeah, how old is he? He'd be like 32. And yeah, yeah. Love it. He's not 100 like Ablett, but he's up there. I love a comeback. It's good. Mm. Speaking well, of uh, comebacks, Joel. I've come back to anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> you know, last week we were talking about how being an Essendon supporter and a Brisbane supporter, but apparently not a Geelong supporter, like going into any game, you're just like anxious and you just are not comfortable. Yeah. So at the SCG on Sunday, Essendon beat Sydney, which was fucking enormous. Roast Trinity. Big. But, but delicious. Essendon were in front from literally the start of the game until the end of the game. At no point was I like, oh, yeah, this is all right. I can breathe. What the fuck? <laughs> if you just saw time in front as the stat, but not the score or any of the play. You'd be like, oh, yeah, pretty comfortable. That game was hectic as shit. <laughs> and there was, like, constant, like, there was periods of time where the ball was just getting held up in defensive halves for ages. But then there was times where there was, like, four or five really quick goals that were just, like, from center clearances just immediately burst out of the pack. Both Essendon and Sydney kicked goals within 20 seconds of ball, like, center bounces. Yeah. It was fucked. Tipper kicked two in the first quarter, mm. and so did Stringer. And I was like, oh, sure. Sure, they were sure on enough. here. Was not thinking a win. I was just like, at least it's going to be competitive. But at a certain point, it looked comfortable, yeah? We were up by 20 points. That was the biggest margin. Tom and I were um, we were doing work for our that other podcast we do, the Scaredy Boys one. And we paused at one point because we had to, like, things just... We watched all hell broke loose. We had to watch the last 10 minutes of the game because Tom's just like paused us and gone, we need to put the footy on because Joel will be dying. Right now. <laughs> you, you got away and then I think Sydney kicked two quick goals and I went, fuck. Because I, I turned, I'm like, oh, dude, she'll be happy. Mm. And then all of a sudden I looked at the score again and I was like, we need to put it on. Yeah. So we went into the last quarter uh, seven or eight points up. Nothing happened for a while. Then Essendon kicked a goal and then I was like, oh, yeah. I don't but- think we heard from you. We heard from you at the very start of the game. Oh, I knew you were watching movies, and I also was too busy to text. Yeah. Probably either clenching beers or clenching my fists. <laughs> yeah. Just screaming. There was one point where, so the people I was watching it with, um, like, were smoking and had gone out, was so nervous they needed to have a cigarette break, but didn't want to stop watching. So we'd opened the front window so that we could watch the footy through from outside just because they needed to have a cigarette but also couldn't the idea of not watching a part of this game was too much. That's two cooked games in a row. Yeah, Tom, I know. With a 10-week breather, so you uh, <laughs> didn't die. Wasn't but enough, you might. Wasn't enough of a breather. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's there a was, new cardiac kids in town. Well, this is oh, it's shades of fucking last year. Mm. Except you won two in a row. Yeah. And the Bombers aren't kids. No. Well, there's some kids, though. You know what they are, though? What? They're the cardiac cunts. <laughs> 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 Fuck. One person that I'm sure a lot of people will be talking about after this game that I would also just like to praise is Adam Saad. Just a professional through and through. He's just always there, just getting the job done. He's punched in for work, <laughs> played four quarters, sung the song, punched out. <laughs> what I want to talk about, Dusha, I love that. <laughs> if he someone, rocked up to yeah. the game in a fucking suit, I'd be like, yeah. yeah I, I, I he, if it. he wants to wear a tie on the ground, he can. Because... <laughs> He's business casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just like, or if he's holding a briefcase, like there's just so many times where he just did things and I was like, I don't <laughs> even think he's like, <laughs> I'm imagining him like flying <laughs> off, bouncing the ball so one-handed with a briefcase in the other. Picks the ball up, puts it in his briefcase and just goes for a run. 
Uh, pops it open, drills a goal from 50. <laughs> I forgot that Essendon have two of the fastest men in the world playing in our team as well. One of them being Adam Saad, the other one being Devin Smith, who kicked the cuntiest goal. And was pretty happy about it. <laughs> was very happy about it. Went to a review. At no point did he look phased during the review. I thought he'd missed entirely. He knew. It, yeah, he knew. How he much played- have you missed him? Oh. Oh. <laughs> he was big last year to miss. Yeah. Did he miss like the last 10 weeks or something? Yeah, so it, it, he... He needed to have surgery at some point last year. It was like one of those situations where it would have had to happen at some point last year, but obviously there's a big recovery period for it. They delayed and, it until it looked like you were done for finals mm, chances. It was and like then you started winning again. Yeah. Yeah, I missed him. Yeah. Uh, he also he also showed the cardiac cunt spirit because he missed a couple of easy ones that would have put us comfortably in front, but don't worry about that. That's what you want. Do you know what else you want is the opposite to – so Adam Saad, right, punches in, plays his four quarters, punches out. Uh, there's a bloke on your team who punched in <laughs> at the one-minute mark of the last quarter and then punched out in the last seconds <laughs> of the last quarter. That's Darcy Parrish who had 17 touches and 17 touches 13 of, the game. of them in the last quarter. Yeah, he uh, did two, two touches, one touch, one touch, 13 and a goal. Was he in the coach's votes? I've no, I, he must have been. He had such a huge last quarter. How could you not give him something? I'll have a look. That's one of the great last quarters. <laughs> yeah, it was massive. Oh my God. Um, uh, Tom's, I'll tell you what, when we watched a bit of the last quarter, yeah. what Tom's comment was. What? Parish kicked a goal in last quarter. How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he kicked, kicked one. He kicked, he kicked, he kicked, he kicked the, the last goal. goal. When he kicked it, Tom was like, he's going to look pretty good in Geelong next year. Oh, what? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> a little cheeky cunt over here. <laughs> oh, Don't rat me out, you piece of shit. But, uh. He will. <laughs> I know that we've had a frequent guest. Uh, he's not in the votes, sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, again, you can't. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it would be the same as if you put Tipper in the votes, who had a massive first quarter and then did nothing. Imagine if he gets three votes. <laughs> what's, what's insane, though, is that like he didn't play in the midfield really until that last quarter. He was kind of playing at half forward, and yeah. they put him on the guts, and he just exploded. Put him in hey, there. Put him in there every week. It might have been one of those things, though, where Sydney just weren't. They hadn't copped that all game, and then that just shook it up. So yeah. maybe a good move from presumably Ben Rutten. Oh, yeah. Wush is just there for... Wush is oh, just the granddad on the bench. Also, fucking goddamn fucking Carousella being an Essendon has made us play totally different. And guess what? It's fucking stressful as. <laughs> Handballing 10 metres is so scary to watch when your team is so inconsistent. <laughs> chaos. <laughs> ah! Hey, you know who thrives on the chaos too, just watching it? McGrath. Oh, He fucking loves a bit of chaos footy. Essendon have a lot of players that this suits, but they need to get much better at it. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking die by round five. You worried about Zaharakis? I read a thing today where in 14 of his last, like, 20 games, I think it was, yeah. he hasn't had over 20 touches. If he was on the bench all game, I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. I think he's been pushed out of the midfield. Which sucks, but also, like, when but, you've got I mean, the midfield that we have. Yeah, he'd be... Can I mean, he reinvent he, himself in another part of the ground? He's going to have to. He? <sighs> No, because I was like, going to say, like, we could probably put him down forward because he can kick goals, but we have heaps of them in, like, that style of player in the I forward anyway. St- I do think he probably needs to be a half forward. Or do you play him as a, like, defensive role? So you put him on a running yeah, but defender. Essendon have heaps of running Our defenders. issue is absolutely our forward No, no, sorry, line. no, as in you put him on a running defender. So oh, play him lockdown. on, like, Heath Shaw as a lockdown. He's never really been a lockdown, mm-hmm. though. He's been an accumulator, really. I don't think he's fit enough for the wing. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Essendon have depth at the moment, which is something we haven't had in... Which is weird because it feels like you shouldn't. <laughs> no, but like 
just like looking at our list, like names that a couple of years ago meant fuck all, all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh. like we've got a lot of players that look, they're probably not pushing all Australian, but they'll just get the job done. Except Saad, who'll be captain. Yeah. Speaking of getting the job done and Essendon, there is an Essendon supporter out there who got the job done on the weekend. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but you know how the, every player did a- Oh, I did took, see this. Took an eight start of the game for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, and also throughout the weekend- Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fremantle fan contacts the club and goes, hey, I'm a big fuckhead. If my club does this, I'm, I want a refund on my membership. Fremantle, big brass balls proving that maybe I like them now that Ross isn't there. Stepped up and went, okay, mate, we'll organise that refund. Someone will be in contact with you to organise that refund today. A Bombers fan has reached out and gone, hey, look, I've seen this. This is fucking rad. I'm a Bombers supporter. I'll buy those two memberships back. What a king. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's like, I think it was $980. Yeah. To that guy who uh, handed his membership, suck shit. Your footy club yeah, hates you. You're a fuck with. Oh, imagine that. The one thing that you loved, it's gone now. Have a, a sick one. What a piece of shit. What a fuckhead. Man. Oh, I hope you have a shit time, buddy. Speaking of speaking of fuckheads, and this is in a totally different realm of fuckhead, but one thing that watching the Essendon Sydney game, and this may ruffle a few feathers because I know that this player has been a fan favorite of frequent collaborator and guest of this podcast, but I realized <laughs> that I absolutely fucking cannot stand Papley. I've hated him for ages. Why does he run chin first? <laughs> Actually- What's wrong with his head? He also just looks like a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's look, he'll fit right in when he gets to Carlton at the end of this year. He's kind of a weird player for Sydney because they are mostly full of good blokes. Yeah. And then you've got this little shit bag. Yeah. Like he but he is. He's a, I've hated good, him. Good since- player. Oh, you're a great player. I've hated him, though, since he got Mitch Duncan suspended for a stomach tap where he went down like he'd been hit with a train, and then as yeah. soon as he got the footy jumped back up, and Duncan got two weeks. Mm. I hate him. Biggest big piece of shit. It's a flog. Good player. Big piece of shit. I think. But Should if play he was, for your team. If he was a, ba- I would welcome him in open arms. He would fit right. Uh, in. He'd fit right in. Yeah. Look, it'll be Jake Stringer two Because he doesn't fit Sydney's ethic, does he? No. 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 He's a bit me, me, me. Yeah. He's not one of the good boys. It's yeah, just should have let him go to Carlton. It's just so weird. Again, if he was a bad player, I wouldn't hate him. It'd fly under my radar. But because he's a good player, and again, right? Like if I'm facing you, Tom, yeah. and then I just tilt my head up, it's weird. <laughs> but he just acts like that all the time. He's sizing people up always. Yeah, he looks like a fucking short. Mm. He's always looking up. Yeah, and he looks like a fucking. If he was like a bully in the movie Grease or some shit, (laughs) just the attitude he carries himself all in his fucking chin. Uh. Fuck off, Papley. Glad Essendon won. I look forward to being just as stressed against Melbourne next week. That should be if Essendon were had been like two and zip and were a good side. You'd be pretty comfortable. Consistent side, Thomas. Considering we're two and zip and you're one and one, not calling us a good club, bit bit harsh. I mean, consistent. Like, well, as yeah, yeah, I'm with Tom on that. Settle down, mate. <laughs> Pump the brakes. No, getting excited. Your club's <laughs> fucking one needle away from being a basket case. So just <laughs> zip you it. Fucking know it. <laughs> You've also had a player suspended for breaching COVID guidelines. Yeah, which we saw predict- some great jokes because he he self-reported and everyone yeah. was like shit themselves when they saw Essendon self-report. Hey, uh, Sean, want to yeah. hear something that's going to very much upset you about that? That oh, is no. a Damien Barrett joke. Was it really? Yeah, that's a sliding doors joke you just quoted. How do you feel? So, hey, um, Sean, guys, I hate you. Get out. I quit the show. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right, All right. last game of the round. Absolute dog shit. Well, no, like St Kilda, really good. The Bulldogs suck. 
that's it. That's the whole take on this. Sean spots his microwave, microphone away from this for, one. Yeah, yeah. For re, re, you know, doing a Barrett. Can I? Can yeah, I come, come back, back to the show? No, no. I'm so sorry. Um, Damien Barrett is a steaming pile of ass. Yeah. <laughs> and um, God, that's just really yeah. poor. Think about how good St Kilda were, though. That'll yeah. Because I want next time they play, I want you to watch King. Mm. He, I can't work out what he looks like, but he feels like he should be in a Zorro movie. <laughs> or like a musketeer. He just, he looks like... Swagger. He looks very cavalier. He's got like long curly hair that's kind of a mullet and a bit of a moustache and it's quite dark hair and he's quite tall and lanky. He just looks like a swashbuckler. I'm excited about St Kilda. Yeah, me too. There was a lot of good haircuts in this game. A lot a of lot good of, haircuts. All, all round, really. All round, a lot of good haircuts. Yeah. Sh- shatter that Quinton's ditched the uh, bubblegum pink. Wish he had kept it, but oh well. He's back to footy, man. He means business now. Those cornrows from Brandon Parfum yeah. mean business. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, I'm pumped for the Saints. I um, I think I had them in my top eight. I think I did too. Yeah, and I, I still believe that. My drunken top eight. I like what Brett Ratton's doing. He's cooking something up. He's cooking something good. It's called heart. Always remind yourself that as St Kilda start to rise and Carlton sort of fl- flounder around that that could have been Carlton, but they decided to put all their money in on Malthouse. Yes. Anyway, go Saints. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, Dusha. Tom. We got any emails. Yes, we do. But quickly, we should probably take a quick look at round three. We should. We haven't done this for so long. I forget no, no, no. how the show works. I get it. And we'll fly through it like we usually do. Okay. Because what we say here, whilst it's a staple of the show, another staple of the show is not to abide by what we nah, tip. Correct. All right. Thursday night. Richmond take on Hawthorne. Richmond. 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 Hawthorne ga- uh, garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Friday night. Western Bulldogs take on GWS. 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 Oof. Saturday, and this one's a tough one, or maybe it's not. North take on Sydney. North. North. Reese Shaw's big brain. He was at Sydney for years. He knows all their tricks. Oh, yeah. Uh, North. North. And I hope Cunnington maybe has a couple of big words to Papley. <laughs> I, hope North, I hope North win by 10 goals. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Papley. Yeah. 
I just like, I've looked at Papley before and I don't know what it was about this game, but I was just like, he might just have shorter hair than usual. So it's made the angle of his head look even Maybe more. his chin got bigger in, in isolation. Uh, something's wrong. You're doing chin workouts. Yeah. I didn't like it, Tom. And I wish that he would stop. Uh, then we've got Collingwood take on St. Kilda. St. Kilda. Yeah, look, fuck it. Saints, let's go. War on Collingwood continues. Yep, forever. 2010 revenge. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to... Honestly, I'll probably tip Collingwood, uh, but I don't want them to win. Yeah, okay. Uh, look, I'm at the top of the ladder. I need to just stay up there. Near the top, yeah. I'm one off the... This could be I the mean, game I pinch. Hey, Sean, when you're building a ladder, is the ninth rung the top rung? No, mate. Like, no, the 93rd is. isn't either. Don't yeah, but I know that. <laughs> don't let the arrogance overcome you, okay? Yeah, all right. That's my job. Settle down. Once a king, not always a king, all right? <laughs> well, we'll see about that after I'm this still, round. you know, yeah. You're a bit of a one-hit wonder as far as tipping goes. You had one good year. I finished in the top 10 last year as did well. Did you actually? Yes. Oh, didn't finish first, though. No, did I you? didn't finish first. Mm. All right. Saturday night, GMHVA Stadium. Geelong take on Carlton. <laughs> Go Cats. Cats. Selection dilemma, but uh, I'm about to kick five. He won't. He'll kick two. But he'll kick two. And he'll be chunkier than ever. Yeah. <laughs> two goals, one, and 21 touches. Yep. And all of them, beautiful. 15 hit their target. Uh, <laughs> Geelong. Then at the Gabatoire, Ooh. Brisbane take on West Coast. Ooh. No McGovern because he punched someone in the Ooh, head. Pending an appeal. If mm. He won't get off. He might. Well, I think the fact that he pushed him into a fence first, I don't know if that'll help or make it worse. Yeah. Because could, you could imagine it going either way, being like, oh, there was aggression between the two players. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, Brisbane, Brisbane. obviously. Mate, Brisbane. I'll back the boys. West Coast might come out firing. But you'll fire back. Very embarrassed. Yeah. But um, now we smashed them last year. I'm confident. Good. Yeah. Sunday, Gold Coast take on Adelaide. Well, this is going to be the Gold Coast first win. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Go Sexton Suns. to be like, oh. Didn't get much of it. I just got punched in the head last week. I'm I, should probably, six. I should probably kick six. <laughs> I reckon the Red Bull's going to stitch up the Rising Star Award this week. I reckon the Crouch is going to defect to the Gold Coast mid-game. <laughs> then we have... <laughs> you know what? They could put bloody jumpers on. No one would know who they are no, anyway. Correct. Yeah. Essendon and Melbourne at the MCG. Essendon. And then finally, Metricon Stadium. Frio take on Port. 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 The way they're going... Big Dick Dixon. Big Dick's going to kick six big ones. Yeah. yeah. He's going <laughs> to knock Nat Fife out with his enormous penis. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Dusha. Tom. Do we have any emails? Yes, we still do. All right. First one's from Connor. Subject, a draw. Just going to go out there and say that this is going to be at the Thursday night game. Boys, that game gave my heart blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Andy Maguire not win just doesn't give the same satisfaction as watching Eddie Maguire lose. I still love the Tigers though, Connor. P.S. Just like Daisy was hashtag fresh from having twins, can Higgins be fresh from having brain surgery? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. His interview afterwards too. He just loves loves footy. footy. He is the embodiment of this show. Yeah, he really is. In a player. He's so excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next email is from John. Hello, footy gods. Ooh. Richmond versus Collingwood. We keep going up. <laughs> Richmond v Collingwood was a great, intense match for the first game back. Eh, it was tense. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, tense. It was, it, was, it, was, it was definitely tense because it was a draw. I was asleep. Mm. <laughs> Close games are always good, and I was on my feet for the whole last quarter despite being a neutral supporter. Uh, also, a draw represents equality, just saying. Ha, uh, in brackets, I stole that from Yeah, Good Boy Footy Energies on Facebook. Great page. Everyone should check that out. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers, John. Next email. This email's from Allery. <clears throat> Hello, men. 
Hang on, we'll, we'll we were got a minute ago and now we've been... We've been humbled. <laughs> Knocked back to mortality, fuck. Oh, shit. A pleasure to have you on the airwaves again and a blessing to have footy back. I write to you from the past, specifically quarter time in the Melbourne slash Carlton game on Saturday. <laughs> in this moment, all is good. I am living in the present and I don't fancy leaving. Charlie's nearly kicked a handful in a cracker finish in the Bri- Freer Brisbane game. Okay, so this email is worded weird, but Allery's about to reveal why. Charlie has nearly kicked a handful in a cracker finish in the Brisbane slash Freer game and combined with the afternoon gin and sodas. Ah, <laughs> there we go. I am in a marvelous space. Uh, a man after my own heart. Melbourne lead 32 zip with three quarters to come. Now, I know it's Carlton. I know anything could happen from here, but in this moment, footy is bliss. May your weekends be roastful. Good luck to the Bombers for the first Howgood's footy roast trinity of the year. Allery, PhD candidate. (laughs) Allery, love your work, mate. Is it a PhD in gin and soda? Footyology. Footyology. Follow-up email. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me sideways. The demons like to make it close, though. Glad I went out for a roast based on the first half and didn't watch the rest. Might be the only one I get this year. <laughs> Much love to you boys, Ellery. <laughs> that's, that's a cooked roast. Don't go after quarter time to eat your roast. Uh, look, if you're back from Melbourne. Oh, you take what you can get, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next email is from Jared. <clears throat> G'day, boys. Been lovely to have you back. The main, purpose of this e- the main purpose of this email is to thank Sean. I've been inspired over the years by your relentless, relentless support of the Lions, Sean. <laughs> As a rule now, I never for a second consider tipping against my beloved kangaroos. Good boy. I strongly feel that this has made the victory much sweeter. My dad and brother both tipped Giants, but I never hedged my bets. Oh, I even shit right here. I even removed one particular GWS gun from my Supercoach team <laughs> just because I really wanted him to have a shit one. Oh, <laughs> that, is, that is so many levels oh, of dedication that I love. <laughs> Let me tell you the sheer exhilaration of watching Luke McDonald, the least reliable player on North's list, give Toby Green a genuine four-quarter bath was unreal. Two for two, bring on September or October or whatever. Cheers again. Hope all your roasts were delicious and plentiful. Uh, and the subject of that email was, it was lamb roast in our house. Oh, love Very it. Good. Jared. Love it. And uh, final email of this week. Is from Aaron. Subject, how good are the roasts? Dear footy professors, what a weekend of footy. First, there was the most satisfying draw I've ever seen, and then it was followed up by a roast trinity. Congratulations, boys. I hope your roasts of choice were delicious. Just on a note of the wins, it's a good thing that the cat's home ground was named after a health insurance company because there was a murder there. Oh, I don't know if GMHBA would cover a murder. No, if you're covered for life insurance mm, and you get true. killed mm. and it's not your fault. Mm. Someone should check on Clarko because uh, yeah. we need to take out his life Hang insurance on. policy. Why, why is that good to know? No, just good to know. <laughs> I'm worried. Should I be worried? No. No. They're my health provider. That's good to know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Cheers, Aaron. <clears throat> P.S. Oh. Glad you thought I was funny last week, boys and Tom. We can be friends. Living in Geelong whilst not being a Cats fan means I never hold it against anyone when it comes to friendship. And you seem pretty top tier when it comes to Cats fans. Ah, oh, there you go, Tom. You got a friend. He's Aaron. from, he's from he's the good from town. Top tier. Top, top tier. tier, Tom. Top tier, Tom. That feels good. That's yeah. where the arrogant ones sit. Um, and if you want to let us know that we are your friends, uh, mm. send us an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can contact us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Orchid Trade. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. And boys, we've just got a tweet coming in red hot here. I edited a bit of dialogue last week because you said something in an episode that... I wasn't sure about leaving in. Yeah. 
So uh, I'll play that after I read this tweet because I think that it might be important for a certain fan of the show to know. You're going to put this back in, the, the bit you edited out last week. I think I, think, I, think I will. Here's with the tweet. At Howgood's Footy. Gents is a longtime listener and proud Collingwood fan, I have to ask. Roast on toast, like a toasted sandwich. I feel like we were lucky to get the draw. Also, fuck your war on Collingwood. We didn't even win and we're still in the top four. <laughs> so, I don't uh, think they are. I think they're fifth and sixth. Who cares? Uh, so I'll choke again. <laughs> Adam, uh, please keep listening for our <laughs> preemptive response on your criticism of our war on Collingwood. Thank you for listening. But seriously, what was his name? Adam Burt. Never heard of him. <laughs> Honestly, I hate Collingwood more than probably any company in Australia. Yeah. They're garbage. They're just fucking scum. And so is everyone in barracks for them. <laughs> With the exception of my friend Danny. That's the only one I can think of. Who's not a shithouse person who barracks for Collingwood. <laughs> I'm talking directly into the microphone to you, Adam Burt. <laughs> Fucking scrub. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.